Welcome to the Rob and Kale podcast. Rob Sanders. Clemson is going to kick the shit out of the South Carolina Gamecocks probably for the next 10 years every time they run across each other. Kale Carolina Jackpot Hall. The South Carolina Gamecocks are weaker than a plate full of piss. The Rob and Kale podcast. Right here, uh, we've got the NFC Championship going on, and Jackpot is coming back. I'm sure I don't know what happened to him there, but hey, he's he's here. We'll figure that out in a moment. Um, anyway, the Lions are choking. Jay is correct on that. They were up 24 to seven at one point, and then welcome to the Rob and Kale podcast. Just close that. All right, well, welcome Jackpot back in the show. Welcome, Carolina Jackpot. How are you, man? Rob, I'm doing fantastic. How are you tonight? I'm well. I'm watching uh, you and I text a little bit earlier about this game with uh, the NFC Championship going on right now. And the Detroit Lions have never gone to the Super Bowl. And if they keep screwing up the way they've been playing in the third quarter, they're not going to go again this year. Currently, the no, ball game well, is tied. They were up, what, 24 to 7, something like that. Now they're. They're it, getting their shit. It was in it was twenty four to seven. They turned the ball over. Uh, they gave up a touchdown and quickly turned the ball over again on their own twenty yard line. Gave up another touchdown and uh, same old story. I mean, the better team it looks like it's probably going to come out on top here. Back like we never left. Um, I, I knew my Forty Nine ers pick was the right one because Detroit's just not a. Uh, they're not a second half team, but. Um, yeah, we'll see how this turns out. I just, I don't know. I, I told Rob that I, I did not know that um, Detroit had never been to a Super Bowl before. That's right. maddening. I, I, I didn't know that. I really, I thought they had. And for some reason, you know, I don't know what it is. For some reason, I get the Bills and their, the Lions, maybe not the teams like present day, but like their history. I kind of get it mixed up. For some reason, I, I have a hard time distinguishing those two. Maybe it's because they're both in in, in, in cold fucking places in, in liberal states that are not that far from the Canadian border or something. I'm not really sure where it snows a lot. But anyway, um, I got them confused. So, um, yeah, whatever. Uh, I, I, I would like to pull from the lines because... Yeah, I like to see the underdogs win something, but yeah, I just don't see them winning. So I have, and and I won the first leg of my parlay, which was the under on the Ravens Chiefs game, and now I need San Fran to cover the seven and a half here. So, um, hashtag a jackpot. There you go. Anyway, uh, I'm sure that there are folks that are going to watch us this evening, but there's also folks that are going to. Uh, be watching this game, and that's fine with that. Brock says, Kale on a Sunday show. Kale doesn't miss yeah, any show. Yeah, I think I, I've missed two Sunday shows probably out of the last 52 that we've done, but all of a sudden that's, <laughs> that becomes a, a questionable flex, I suppose. Nick says, uh, uh, no, no work or anything else tonight. So, San Francisco has Debo and Kinlaw. Yeah, I mean, that doesn't. Yeah, that's good on Kinlaw uh, or uh, Debo. Kinlaw can uh, go fuck himself. <laughs> don't care. Well, I, don't, hey, I, don't, you know, I don't. I don't. Uh, I don't acknowledge him as being a gamecock after some of the shit he said. 
Well, look, um, I want to put him. this something else out there with this this evening too. Is um, fuck him. He's a football player. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, well. What was he? He fucking said our fans were the worst. Oh my soul. Oh my soul. Your fucking team sucked dick. That's why we booed them. So go fuck off. Yeah. That's true. Well, anyway. I, I look at uh, I look at Detroit though with uh, Panay Suel, the big right tackle they've got. It's like a big time All Pro. Can you imagine? And I know LSU fans don't want to hear this because they're simpletons, but can you imagine if Joe Burrow had that guy protecting his backside over the slew of idiots that they've had back there, where he's had to have two season-ending surgeries because he's just gotten fucking walloped. And I know they got Jamar Chase, and Jamar Chase is awesome. He throws the ball to him, and they play together in LSU, so they have to play in it. Fuck off. When you get to the NFL, you need somebody that can protect your backside, not necessarily somebody you can throw the ball to. The, he would have another full season if Suell was back there blocking for him over the guys that they have strung along at right tackle trying to protect him. You see Suell at 345 pounds, Sprinting down the field on on these damn pulls, I mean that that's part of the reason the Lions are so damn good. Golf gets time to throw the ball, but then then it's like, oh well, they have to have Jamar Chase. Oh, shut up! You keep on, bitch, you, you keep on. I mean, what, 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 just, did this guy used to play for the Bengals or something? No, Penay Suell and Chase came out in the same class. Uh huh. And the Bengals had the opportunity to draft Jamar Chase or get the best fucking right tackle in football. And they chose to go with Jamar Chase instead of having someone to protect Joe Burrow. That's why the Bengals Man. are going to continue to be a shithole until the oh, end whatever. of time. Fuck off. It's, it's fucking Cincinnati. They're not, they don't win any world championships in that city. I mean, what, when was the last time they won a world championship? Like the uh, 1990 uh, when uh, Rob Congrats. Dibble and fucking Norm Charlton was out there throwing – Throwing flamethrowers on the mound. Was that the last time they won anything relevant? Mm. I mean, does that mean, yeah. Yeah, well, anyway, uh, that's just things that I noticed there. Anyway, 24 all, the late third quarter, I believe. Well, they started the fourth. No, it's late in the third. So there you go with that. Uh, Tom says he hopes the Lions win. Okay. Good for you, Tom. As they go to the fourth quarter. Well, like I said, I don't, I, I, I don't really care one way or the other. Um, but I did pick San Francisco to cover and win, so that's why I was hoping they would. Um, strictly because of monetary purposes. I don't All right. Well, we have a lot to talk about today, including uh, we're going to talk about the SEC coaches on the uh, on the hot seat, and we're going. I think Jackpot wants to rank them from one to what? I guess. It, oh, was there sixteen now? We're, yeah. we're, we've got sixteen coaches in the SEC. And we're going to give them a ranking, a zero to ten ranking as far as being on the hot seat. Mm. Now, we're not going to rank them like that way. We're going to say, hey, Jim Bob, is he a zero or is he a ten? He's a five. He's middle of the road. Yeah. Ten it. means get your fucking ass out. Zero means, you know, whatever. Jerry Wells said he got sucker punts punched at a Bengals concert. <laughs> what song, What kind of songs are they singing? Was it? Yeah, and and James with the follow up. It's better than being mouth pumped. Very good, Jay. Very good. <laughs> um, look, we've also got the um, 
Uh, we got to talk about the Clemson basketball game yesterday, South Carolina basketball game yesterday. Um, we'll get into all that. Do you want to do hoops first or football, Jackpot? Which way do you want to go first? Let, let's get with some hoops first because we, we can talk about football for a while. Hoops, we can't we can't spin on for too awful long. I mean, there's not really a lot you can say about it. I mean, Gamecocks are just – All right, well, yeah, the Gamecocks – taking names right now. And it's, Gamecocks are playing some pretty good basketball right now. Not really much you can say more than that. They beat up uh, Mizzou in a game that, you know, it, it, they just – Went out and did what they were supposed to. Everybody expected them to beat Mizzou, and they beat them. Simple as that. I mean, I yeah, can't the thing, think of the thing about thing. Mizzou's basketball team is they had lost. You know, they were like 0-6 in the league, but they hadn't lost a game by like more than six points. Right. So, I yeah. mean, they had, some, they had some tough losses, but, um, you know, just a terrible team. And, I mean, we, we did exactly what we should have done to go out there and take care of business. I was kind of disappointed they were up by 12 early. They were going to blow them out. And then they let him come back and kind of hang around, hang around. I thought that kind of strange, Michi Johnson, zero points yesterday. Yeah, I, I think that um, – I think that um, they're, they're, on a, they're, on a, they're on the road to go to the tournament. That's pretty much all you can say about South Carolina. They're playing really good basketball right now. I mean, they really are. Um, I don't have any other word to describe it but that. Uh, and it's, John Calipari yesterday was asked after they beat Arkansas by a slim. I think they beat Arkansas at home by like seven. Um, they asked Calipari uh, about the Michi Johnson about Tuesday night, I guess. And he said, look at that. He's like, from what I, he said, I heard the, that kid uh, went 0 for 9 today. So, of course, everything he threw up against us went in. He said, of course. He said, it's us. Everything they throw up goes in. Does that sound like kind of like throwing in the towel verbiage to you? Calipari is a cunt. I only, I mean, he's he, he says things and it's like, what are you, what are you doing? You know, I, sometimes he just says things and I'm like, how's this guy won national titles? How does he continue to convince NBA players to come there? I don't, I don't get it. James but, James Thompson says, "Where's Ziggy? He's laying on the couch in the front room. He got muddy today. It, you know, it's rained here for like forty days and forty nights. I'm just kidding. It's, it rained for the past two days and two nights. Um, and it's really nasty out there. We have a neighbor. She's got a big dog in her fenced yard, and and it stays outside. Excuse me, all the time. He barks continuously." So Ziggy likes to run over there, and he runs up and down the fence line, up and down, up and down, all fucking day long uh, that he's outside. Because he usually stays inside barking at this dog, and he's been doing this for the better part of three damn years. And he's wore a big old rut out in the yard from running back and forth barking at this dog, Ghost. Um, so whenever it rains, I mean, that just turns into a, a veritable quagmire out there. And he got, he got so bad into it today that all of his paws were caked with mud i mean he looked like he'd just been out at art class or something so when he came in i, I ran the water in the bathtub and i said come on and he walked in there and for the this is the first time ever rob i've had a dog first dog i've, I've owned lots of dogs in my life that has ever done this that dog climbed into the bathtub i didn't Shit. have to pick him up muscle him in there. I didn't have to coax him in there with treats. I didn't have to be mean to him. I didn't have to be overly nice. 
I just looked at him. He climbs into the bathtub. He let me give him a bath, and that son of a bitch was filthy. But guess what? He's the cleanest dog on the street right now. So you let him out he, tomorrow. <laughs> he even let me spray some well-groomed dog spray on him. No, 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 no. He's not going out there. Um, he, I'll take him out to poop in the morning for work on a leash, and then he can come back inside. He's not going to play around in the yard again until it dries out. Just not going to do it, man. I, I, I that, that's, I, it's nasty. I mean, he can only get a bath like once every or twice a year. Any more than that is, is being pampered. So, yeah, we can't have a pampered Ziggy. Don't need that in our lives. No, but I am. All right. Well, anyway, um, I don't know where else to go with South Carolina. They're doing their thing. I yep, do 17 think that and three. I mean, yesterday, though, I mean, they brought, I mean, I was going to put a little video out last night on the way home from work, a little spin on it. And I was like, whatever. It's so late. I'm not going to do this. But I, I want to talk about how Lamont Paris's team yesterday kind of proved that we actually can have some nice things here. I mean, because you 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 beat Kentucky at home. You, you win a game against a top 10 team. And it doesn't matter what anybody says about them right now. I mean, they don't look like a top 10 team. They're not playing like it. They were. But they're not now. Um, and, you know, it would have been the Gamecock thing to do, whether it be football, whether it be basketball, whether it be baseball, it doesn't matter. What would the thing to do have been yesterday? Would have been to went out there and lay a big old stinker in your diaper and lose to a terrible Mizzou team at home. They didn't do it. Didn't do it. They avoided the hangover. They said to hell with the hangover. So. Well, anyway, uh, let's talk about Clemson for a minute. Uh, I know everyone looks at it from the perspective of, oh, Clemson got robbed yesterday. Um, look, here's the thing. Certain programs are going to get certain calls. It's just the way that it is. If you, well. you're going to go up to Cameron Indoor and you're going to win, you're going to have to play well. If it's going to come down to the final seconds, I've watched Duke run up the floor with, I mean, run the length of the court without a second coming off the clock and beat Clemson with a layup. I've seen that in my lifetime. Okay? If you're going to win there, you have to beat the shit out of them there. Don't give the refs an opportunity for that to happen. When you turn the ball over six times in the final two minutes, you don't deserve to win. It's as simple as that. You can get pissed off about one play here or there, but in the end, in basketball, it comes down to who makes plays and who doesn't. And when you crimple up and fold late and turn the ball over six times in two minutes, that's it. That's it. Just the way well, that it Clemson is. Clemson kind of tried to make a run in the second half in that game. It looked like they were yeah. they were down most of the first half. I didn't watch yeah, any. I, I mean, I'm with I I understand that, but the point is, is that you have to, um, you, you have to beat them there. I mean, and you have to beat them well. I mean, you got you can't you can't expect it to come down to the officials and them not give you a call because that's just not the way that it works. Well, how bad did they when they lost last week to Pitt? To Pitt, how bad did they lose? It wasn't to Pitt. They lost to Georgia Tech. No, they lost to Pitt, and I'm talking about Duke. Oh, Duke. Yeah, I don't remember. I have to look that up. It wasn't uh, much. 
it wasn't much. I'm looking at the net rankings right now, Jackpot. And let's see here. Where is South Carolina? So North Carolina is the best in the ACC right now at number three. I see Tennessee's three, North Carolina's six. I'm looking at the uh, – as my thing is being silly here. Hold on. Uh, man, I don't – have you – yeah, all right. So Kentucky's 22. Clemson's still 31 in the damn net rankings. South Carolina is below Clemson in the net rankings. I, I don't understand that, Jackpot. I really don't. You know what I mean? Well, they – they didn't beat anybody sense? in the not, they didn't beat anybody in November and December worth of shit. That's what I mean. That's probably why. Yeah, I, I just when I look at it though, I'm like, man, I Grand Canyon's ranked above South Carolina. And South Carolina beat fuck, how? Who the fuck have they played? Who the fuck have they beat? They're 18 and two, sir. That's why I'm saying these net rankings are fucking garbage. We're fucking because 17 and three. And one of yep. our wins was against them. That's fucking ridiculous. Put us out there against them again. We beat them by fucking 15 points again or whatever we did. Um, you know, this this game's Tuesday night's pivotal. If they can win that one, they're definitely gonna move up. But I don't know. I don't I don't know. I don't look for them to win it. Uh Frank Martin used to go on the road. When Frank Martin would go on the road against Tennessee, you could just about chalk that up to being a, a, a twenty point bitch slapping. Sometimes it was competitive at home. I went a few years ago. We beat Tennessee at home. That was a um, that was a big one. And Tennessee's been really good in the regular season, but you know when it gets to the postseason, they they fold up like an old Dollar General lawn chair. Yeah, but well, I really don't do yeah, anything. I think I got like four or five messages about Clemson hoops yesterday, and it's like I'm just <clears throat> when you step back and look at it. I don't know what you expect there. I mean, uh, you know, I've said for a while that the way that Brownell coaches, you do really, really well in the preseason, or the, I say the preseason, the the non-conference schedule. You come into ACC play, and let, let's not let's not make it where ACC play is awesome because last year they it wasn't the best conference in the world. Okay, but. There are some teams in the ACC that can be a problem. North Carolina is always really good. Duke's good. After that, it's kind of a of a, of a you know, kind of Syracuse had some tradition, but um, you know, yeah. But I mean, none of those it doesn't it doesn't seem right, uh, even at my advanced age, for Jim Beheim not to be coaching Syracuse. It doesn't seem right for Coach K not to be coaching Duke. So it's weird. It's different, but still, on that front though. Clemson ends up shitting themselves in conference play. Uh, Ray says, chances a big-time program hires Lamont Paris away from the Gamecocks. Now, I mean, we're 17-3. and We're in the SEC. We've got an 18,000-seat arena that we've been packing out routinely. I mean, I don't know. I can get much more of a big-time program than that, but okay. And then he says, safe to say no one is going to snatch up Beamer, LOL. Okay. I mean, well, I mean, I didn't really know that he was marketing himself out there. So mm. probably not. They're probably not snatching him up. He's not, um, he's not, uh, he, he's, he's not up for the snatching right now. 
Well, let, let's let's get into our coaches' rankings here for uh, on the hot seat jackpot. Where do you want to? Where do you want to start? Is my wife's over there correcting the dog? Where do you want to start? Let's just go with that. I want to go with that uh, in alphabetical order. Going to go through all those a, those SEC coaches. So we'll start with Alabama, and then we'll move to Arkansas and Auburn, and just just go right on down the drip. All right. Well, we'll go. Alabama will be first. You know, DeBoer's first season there, unless there's. And we need to put this out there too. Unless there's some sort of scandal, like, you know, he uses his university phone to call prostitutes, like um, the old Miss coach did. I mean, I think he's at like, you know, at worst a two, as far as getting. Yeah, fired. I, that's what I'm saying. I, I'd put him about at a one. I mean, never say never. I mean, if he had a like, a, if he went seven and five, six and six, or something, you could look for some of those hillbillies to go crazy and say, we're going to make some kind of move right now. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, they lost a lot of players, lost a lot of talent to the portal. I mean, not, I don't know that. I think it was a lot of depth pieces. I think everybody in Portland's coming back. So I think yeah. they're all worried about a bunch of nothing. I think they're going to do really, really well. I think he's going to be a good coach for them, but uh, yeah, I'd put him at about a one. I wouldn't put him at a zero. All right, well, let's go uh, after Alabama. We've got um, Arkansas. Arkansas with uh, Jackpot's favorite coach. <laughs> yeah. Jackpot loves that coach. Yes, sir. <laughs> I, I would put him at a solid nine, sir. I mean, he's, yeah, he's, he, he's you know, he fired his offensive coordinator, Danny Nose, kind of toward the end of last season. This year they brought in Bobby Petrino, which, I mean, does that not seem like throwing darts at, like, with a blindfold on to try to hope something will land? Because um, yeah. that really is it's just a strange, strange hire, given his history there and the way he left. Um, you know, I mean, you, you know, you've lost KJ Jefferson and Rocket Sanders, and, I mean, I know they were injured a lot, and, didn't have the best season last year. But it was some of the most experienced people you had. I don't, I don't know, man. I I, I think nine is uh is fair. I mean, and, yeah, and Arkansas's one of the Arkansas's one of a decently high level before they they never have made SEC championship games, but they they've almost been there uh, a few times, and I think they want to get back to that. They have a history, um, so. I I disagree with you on Arkansas being a good program over time. I mean, in SEC play, they've been the shits, but um, I, uh, no, no, that's not necessarily true. I mean, they, you know, back when Ryan Mallett was there, when they had Darren McFadden, uh, Felix Jones, back in that, they were feeling it. Um, they probably had about a ten-year period where they were pretty good. Um, you know, they almost beat Tennessee during their their national championship run back in 98 about knocked them out of that SEC championship game. I mean, right, they, so, they entered at the same time the Gamecocks did over that, that period. Right. They've been a little better than the Gamecocks, even though they've, they found some ship times under uh, Chad Morris and who was before him, Brett Bielema. Uh, they, they had some rough years, but they still. So I'm looking at them and they had, they had one seven or one season. That was in 2006. I uh, had a couple of six and two seasons, but generally they've been 
average or uh, below average at best, in my opinion. But Jerry, Houston Jerry Wells there. said they played in a championship game against Florida one time. Will you look that up? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, that's I'm looking, true. I, think, uh, I, I think I'm not yeah, calling him a liar, but I, I don't remember that. Maybe they did. Um, now, hold on. Let's see here. They made three appearances in the SEC championship game. They were in 95, 2002, and 2006. Arkansas? Yep. So in 95, they went six and two. Yeah, I'm I'm looking at it right now. Um, They've never won the title, but they've had. That is fucking nuts, man. I do not remember that. I really don't. So here's here's the rundown for you. 95. Danny Ford um, had an eight and five team, but they went six and two in conference. Played Florida in the SEC championship game, lost thirty four to three. Second appearance was with Houston Nutt in two thousand and two. Uh, they faced the Bulldogs, the Georgia Bulldogs, in the championship game. Uh, they lost thirty to three in two thousand and six. They, they went. 30, don't they? Yeah, they went again against Florida. And they lost thirty-eight to twenty-eight. They went seven and one in conference. Okay, so they're so I take back what I said. They've been to the they've been to the SEC championship three times since nineteen ninety-one. I take that back. They do have some history. You were correct. I, I, so. I swear I could well, not remember that, but yeah, yeah. Mississippi State was in the SEC championship game one time. They they faced Tennessee mm-hmm. in that in ninety-eight. I mean, uh, not a lot of people probably remember that one either. Yeah. Well, with all that, though, uh, Sam Pittman's a piece of shit coach, and he's going to get fired probably before the end of the season. So there you go with Arkansas. We got them. I got them at nine. Jackpot's got them at nine, too. Well, the thing with uh, Auburn, is you're adding, you're adding Oklahoma and Texas into the mix, and those are two teams that they, they were really big-time rivals with in the uh, Southwest Conference for years and years and years, and, you know, Adding them in there just even throws a little bit more spice into being in the SEC and what it all means. And, you know, that they want to elevate their game and level it up. And, you know, Sam Pittman ain't doing it. So, All right, well, Jackpot, the next team on the list is Auburn. You go ahead and start. I'm going to use the restroom. All right, you go on ahead and do that. All right, Rob is going to uh, shake old Jake the Snake off. Auburn. With the dirty preacher Hugh Freeze, not not in a lot of hot water right now, um, but I would put him at about a three on the hot seat because uh, there's a chance uh, if they go out there and bottom out this year that they'll be like, look, I mean, this guy's bad news. You know, something happens. It's some kind of dirty something or other happens. Maybe you know they find like a uh, not like a burner cell phone, but maybe like a. Uh, a burner, uh, a TikTok or Twitter account where he's, you know, messaging some hoes and they find out that, you know, he, he didn't really uh, ever change his lifestyle and he's still a piece of shit. Um, yeah, they had a couple of games last year, I think, against Georgia and Alabama where they were really, really competitive. But you also have to look and say, well, I mean, you got blown out by New Mexico State at home, which is not good. Um, and then you lost to a terrible Texas A&M team on the road, really bad, not good. Um, then, then they decided to should not show up for their bowl game. So he's he's been recruiting well. Um, 
he's been using the transfer portal pretty well. So I think that's safe to say that, you know, they're kind of smelling what he's cooking there, but he he's in that, that year right now where he needs to take a step up. I mean, he won, what, six games last year. He needs to win at least eight games this year, I think, for uh, the uh, Auburn folks to really start believing in him even harder and uh, and really want to keep him around for a while. You know, if he backslides a little bit, you know, all all bets could be off. I mean, what did Brian Harson go in the first year that he was there? Was he better than the six and seven or whatever it was that Hugh Freeze went? Or did he go seven and six? I don't know. They were pretty rough. Um. So, yeah, I, I would put Hugh Freeze at about a three. Relatively safe, barring a total collapse um, of a moral nature. Uh, Chris says no quarterback. I think they still. I think they're bringing back old uh, Peyton Thorne. I believe he's coming back to Auburn again uh, for another season. But yeah, I get what you're saying. It's really not, really not real good. Harry Leg says he must bowl again to keep the barns calm. Yeah, but Harry Leg. I mean, look what they did when they went to the bowl this past season. They played Maryland, not a real good team, and they got blown off the face of the earth. And this wasn't like a game where you got a bunch of NFL players that are going to opt out and all this and that. It was Auburn. It was their first bowl appearance after a couple of years of looking really bad. There's no reason that all those guys should not have played in that game. Come on, Niners. Come on. Come on. Put the dagger in their heart. Put the dagger in their heart. Pay jackpot. Pay jackpot. Go ahead. Sorry. Uh, jackpot getting happy here over the uh... – well, I mean, I, we, we need my parlay to come in, and they're they're driving for a touchdown. They better not kick. They better not go fucking bitch mode on me and kick a freaking field goal. I'm gonna be so mad. Oh, I will take Auburn uh, as far as their coach. I think Hugh Freeze has to get him to a bowl game, and I said I, I think he's at a six, just because of the way Auburn is down there. A six. A six, yeah. Man, I had him at a three. I mean, I said McCaffrey down inside the three. I, I had him at about a, a three, Rob. I, I think that barring just a total collapse, that he'll be, you know, I think that he needs to win like eight games uh, and, and continue that upward trajectory. But, you know, I don't really see him. Yeah, well, I think you'll get a little bit longer of a leash. Look, and the reason the reason that I, I I do that is the way that they are with coaches down at Auburn. They should have never gotten rid of the sweater, sweater vest. You know, they, no, they, they don't shouldn't have. have but I, I think he'll get a longer leash than what Brian Harson did because I mean, is, they it, were, is it because he likes the whores or what? Well, Brian Harson liked whores too, apparently. But touchdown, San Fran, because um, he was fucking uh, what his uh, his. His his secretary girl uh, that came from Boise State. Um, she was a mountain woman. She had blue pubes. But um, <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I, I, I wonder if it's I wonder if it's wait 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 a goddamn minute, Jackpot! I'm not going to wonder if you walk back a little bit. How do you know for sure that they were Boise State? Did the Boise State whore dye her pussy hair blue? God damn it, Jeff. Anyway. Uh, the show's getting canceled. 
He had that Smurf turf going on. Um, you goddamn it! <laughs> You're killing me, jackpot. Um, but sir, I mean, he. They were, I don't know, it was like they just kind of were against him probably, I think, from the beginning because of where he came from. They're like, hey, ain't no way one of these people from the Pacific Northwest can win in the SEC. Well, then why the fuck did you hire him then? Yeah? I mean, it, it makes no sense. Um, makes no sense. Okay. I got nothing for you on that. Um, yeah, I, I think it's a six. I'll just leave it at that. Um, all right, who's next? After Auburn, we've got – which way you want to go next? Well, we're going in alphabetical order. Who comes after Auburn? I don't know. Can you pull that up? <laughs> pull a list of SEC I'm looking, uh, I was going to write them all down. I think it's um, – yeah, I had, Well, I had my list, and then I started watching the uh, – Oh, let's see. I think it's Georgia, maybe. Yeah, Florida. Georgia. It's probably Florida. <laughs> Hold on. Let's see here. All right, so Harry Legs over there. He says it's Florida. We're up by ten right now. All I gotta do is hold these motherfuckers out of the end zone. No field goals. None of that shit. Um, none of that shit. And it's gonna be paid jackpot time. What a fucking comeback, man! What a comeback. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So Florida with Billy Napier. I think he's at an eight. Ray says Alabama should have been first in alphabetical order. Um, you're missed part of the thing. All right. Anyway, uh, yeah, go ahead with your reasoning for that. Well, they, you know, he's had, what, two seasons there. It's the third season. They look like they're going to be really good at some point, and then all of a sudden they just fall off. I don't think they're – I don't think they've got – they go and they got embarrassed, too, in a bunch of games, you know? And they lost to the dork. And losing to the dork down there is not good for them. They don't. They think they should just hammer the dork every time they play them, and the dork kind of handed them their ass up there. Uh, so I, I think the the, the well, combination of those losses, the fact they're not going to be this good either uh, season either, is is going to be a problem. So well, I mean, the thing about it is they're kind of unpredictable too. If you remember, they they went on the road. And played the dork. I mean, they played him down to literally the last fucking drive of the game on the road. I mean, after the dork had handed Tennessee their ass the week before. Right. I mean, and then they beat Tennessee. They beat Tennessee during the regular season, too. So, and a Tennessee man can sit here and argue and they can bitch and moan a little bit at five and seven. One could argue. I mean, they're they're not that far apart as a program, dude. They're They're really not. I mean, well, results-wise on the field, I mean, it, it'll it'll say so. They're they're not that far apart. So okay, I, no, I, I still I still think he's getting fucking fired. Well, so. he probably will. I, I still I put him at a solid seven. I think that if he puts it all together, he has a chance to go like eight and four this year, and that's a really really tough schedule. If he does, I think he comes back the next year because dude, they they don't want to fire him. Uh, because they're going to have to pay him a tremendous amount of money if they get rid of him. He's only been there two years. So they don't want to fire him. But, it, you know, if he goes like eight and four, and I think he could, they say it's a tough schedule, Jack, but a real tough to win. He's like fucking Miami and, and UCF. They could win both those games. And they're better than both of them. And they, they should be. 
They play some other nothing burger. That's three. And they have some winnable games. They've got some that they'll probably lose. But, I mean, yeah, I mean, and still with the shit about Tennessee, they're not that much better than them. But they're just not. I think they are because the results-wise, because, you know, Tennessee got some, some victories against some shitty teams. But I'm, I'm telling you, Florida's not that much worse than you. All right, well, next up on our list is Kentucky with Coach Stoops. I don't think they care about football up there, but as far as him oh, getting wow. fired. White, thank you for the $20 super chat. We appreciate that. That's a while. That. He, popped, he kind of popped our super chat cherry or repopped it because dang, it's yeah. been a long time. We haven't gotten any super chats in a while. I wonder why that is. I don't know. Well, maybe because we it's, it's everybody's dried up. That, that's true. Anyway, thank you for the uh, for the super chat, Paul. Very cool, man. All right, anyway, next up on the list is Kentucky. I don't think that they care about football up there, but Coach Stoops is – You forgot Georgia. They're not going to fire him. Oh, I'm sorry. Do we really have to talk about Georgia and Kirby Smart? Georgia not, he's in the school. alphabet first, yeah. All right, so it's zero for Georgia. They're not firing Kirby Smart. Yeah, he's at a zero. I mean, they, I mean, they could probably go seven and five, and, you know, people would be losing their fucking mind, but he ain't going nowhere. But they're not going seven and five, so we move on to Kentucky now. I mean, I think Stoop, they're not gonna fire Stoops there. Um I, I would say he's at like a two at worst. Yeah, I, I'd put it Stoops about a three, right, right, two, three. Um, you know, if he has a losing season, if he goes five and seven or something, God forbid, and 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 he could, he could because they don't they're not loaded up with all his Mac teams this year. He's got to actually play a uh, legitimate schedule, and we'll see what happens with that. But he, um, it this us against the world thing, you know, that he's been banging his drum with for years and years is it's not working anymore. I mean, you 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 gotta go out there and start winning some games that matter. I mean, you beat Louisville at the end of last season. That kind of was kind of a really big win for them. But, you know, other than that, I mean, they, they had a really disappointing season down the stretch. You know, lost at home to Mizzou, lost to the Gamecocks. They got blown out by Alabama. Um, you know, lost to the Tennessee. Um, who else they lose to? I don't know. Um, somebody. Um, just, it wasn't a great year. Um, and then you lost the bowl game to the Taters. Um, so, you know, he's not totally out of hot water, but I, I think he'd have to have kind of a little bit of a collapse to really get get firmly on the hot seat. I like what he's doing there. All right, so Detroit's that... about the score. God damn it. All right, well, next on the list after Kentucky – is let's see here. Uh, I would guess uh, Missouri, right? Yeah, Missouri. Uh, they're not firing the dork. He had their best season ever. He's got. He's at a one at worst. Yeah, I put him about one two. Like uh, you know, barring a barring a a monumental sex. collapse. I mean, he's yeah, he's sex scandal. Around. That's, that's the only thing that'll get him out of there is a sex scandal. Yeah, uh, yeah, he wishes. Um, he wishes he was involved in a sex scandal. No, seriously, <laughs> uh, I mean, he's he's done a really good job. Um, you know, he's recruiting at a at a much higher level than what he was, and they, uh, you know, are, are bringing some guys in from the portal. 
We'll see if they're able to replace the heart and soul of the team. That was a Cody Schrader. Um, some, yeah, down in the comment section, I, I said something on Twitter about I think Mizzou could take, God dang it, that they would take a little bit of a step back without a Cody Schrader, and they say Mizzou is just right where they're at. And and um, Luther Burden is going to replace Cody Schrader. I'm like, did they don't play the same fucking position? But yeah, um, Luther Burden, let, let's let's help out. Luther Burden is a wide receiver. Cody Schrader is a running back. Big fucking difference here. It's a mess. <clears throat> People start saying shit like that. Anyway, I uh I, I think he's at a one. So I guess we go there from there to Oklahoma, right? Um old Skeletor. I don't think they're firing him. I mean, he's an SEC coach now, so I think he's at a three at worst. Every time you say Skeletor, I think I'm thinking about Bill Snyder. That's what Uncle Lou called him. Uh, yeah, I'd put him about a three. I mean, he he had he had you know a, a solid season last year. Um, improved a lot over 2022. Uh, now they lose quarterback Dylan Gabriel uh, for his last year. He's transferred out to Oregon. So now they go with uh, uh, what's his name? It's uh, Jackson something or another. Um, the young kid. Jackson Arnold or something there. Um, so we'll see what happens with them. But, uh, yeah, I think, um, you know, as long as Oklahoma continues to tread water kind of around in that area, I, I think that he'll be fine. Brent Venable, uh, I, think I think he's dialed in. Yeah. All right, so the next one is um, is LSU. Like, Brian Kelly's not going anywhere. That's a two, maybe three. If it, you know, just because things happen at LSU, who knows? But as far yeah. as I'm firing him, I think it's a two at worst. Yeah, I'd put him about a three, two. Um, I mean, you know, the only thing, the only reason I would have ever saw him leaving LSU was, uh, you know, a lot of people had had thought he was going to be pegged for that Michigan job, mm-hmm. and uh, that they decided to go another way with that. Um, they promoted old uh, old crybaby from within uh, to take that job. But, yeah, LSU needs to uh, – they really need to get better defensively. You know, don't you think? I mean, that that's what – Yeah, well, I mean, he hired Baker away from Missouri. Jack fucking damn it! Jackpot's crying. Well, I mean, they're fucking – there's a minute left to go. The motherfucker scored a touchdown. Now Sam Rams just going to fucking wet fart it up. They're not going to try to score a fucking touchdown, you motherfuckers. Fucking robbed me, you fucking silver damn (laughs) lidded pieces of shit. Why couldn't you play better early on if you wanted to win? Just fucking win it outright and kick their damn ass. No, we're going to let them fucking score 100 points in a fucking row, and then we're going to come back and score one touchdown to screw you, you fat fuck jackpot. Sorry-ass fucking team. How much did it cost you, jackpot? I bet $100 on this parlay to win like 300 and now I'm not going to fucking win it. Fucking sorry-ass shit team. Damn, jackpot. All right, well, the Lions are fucking over Jackpot's heart here. Sorry, Fuck, Jackpot. Ja- fuck the fucking Lions. <clears throat> All right. Lions. <laughs> Damn it. Well, I mean, been, <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of up in my bets or whatever. I mean, I, I had something to play with, but, I mean, I don't like to play with it like that. Mm. You keep on playing with it like that after a while, you're going to lose it all. 
Stop scratching on mommy's door. I'm fine. Ziggy's scratching on I'm on mommy's door to get in there because I'm yelling. <clears throat> Don't upset Ziggy, sir. All right. Well, up next we've got. All right. Uh, after I've blown a gasket, let's uh, continue. Well, I mean, I, you know, I'm used to it. Jackpot gets pissed off, and then Jackpot's fine. He'll get over. It's it. fine. It's just like watching a regular uh, a season game. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So with that, we go from uh, we we went we did LSU, and then after that, we got the Mississippi schools. Like Lane Kiffin's not going anywhere. New contract. He's at a one. Would you agree? Yeah, I put him about a one new contract. He's ever he's everybody's darling, everybody's dark horse for the uh, college football playoff. I mean, I don't I don't know if I'm sold on that or not, but um, you know, we'll see. I mean, he lost Quinchon Junkins. I mean, that may be a bigger loss than what they're uh, what they're ready for, but we'll see. We'll see about right. him. He picked up Juice Wells, who I don't think is going to be as productive as he was, um, but. Yeah, we'll see on that front too. All right, not so at with all, that, but I hope he doesn't. I'm not saying that at all. So uh Jeff Levy is the head coach at Mississippi State. It's his first year. He's gonna get plenty of time. He's a zero. I mean, yeah, that's fire now. It's not happening. All right. And then uh after that we go from uh let's see here. Done Kentucky. We done uh, the next one would be what Texas A and M. Oh no, we go with it would be Tennessee and then Texas. So we'll do we'll do Tennessee first. Uh, Josh Heupel, you know, has been monumental for them, and I don't think he's going anywhere. But I do think this is a season where if they don't make the twelve team playoff, then he's got the seat will start to heat up. But not this year. I think he's. Man, you think you think the seat the the seat heats up? Do you think people will actually expect him to make that? Yes, I, mean, I do. I think well, I think they I mean, expect well, based on what? I mean, brother, I mean, they're they're selling lathes for fucking Nico. They, I they, don't they, care. Lost their shit. So nah, I mean, they're, they're I think nah. that they want they look. I think that they the Tennessee fans. We can pull them over here. They think that they should be in the twelve team playoff next year. Well, I mean, let's just look at this run of SEC teams. Georgia, better than them. Um, Alabama, better than them. Sorry, hate it. New coach, no Nick Saban, whatever. Still better than you. Um, Oklahoma, probably better than you. Um, LSU, most likely better than you. Mizzou, better than you. Ole Miss, better than you. Who else? Right, but all, all those, all those teams you talked about, jackpot. Okay. They they don't they play Alabama and Georgia, the rest of them, and then they've got Oklahoma too, but the rest of them they don't play. They've got Chattanooga, NC State, Kent State. They go on the road to Oklahoma, on the road to Arkansas, on the and they welcome uh, Florida at home. Then they have Alabama at home, followed by Kentucky at home, uh, and then Mississippi State. They go to Georgia. They play UTEP and Vanderbilt. I've got a ridiculous Their schedule's ridiculous. They're, well, I mean, they're they're not their schedule that doesn't look that hard from where I'm sitting. I don't it's think not. I think I think Mizzou was ranked as like the easiest SEC schedule this upcoming season. They gotta be down there somewhere too. But I mean that's, that's what I'm saying. They don't have Missouri on the schedule. Um they get Alabama at home. They go on the road to Georgia. 
Um, they don't have to go down to uh, to Florida. They got they play Florida at home, so it's like well, that's probably good the for them. Team, that's good for them. They don't, down there. they don't win at Florida. They don't. I so, think they're a much better program than Florida. When in reality, they're not. Right. Um, but I, I think that, in my opinion, if if he doesn't go a nine and three or a ten and two, I think the seat's going to warm up a little bit. I really do. And ten and two. In SEC play, get you into the college football playoff, in my opinion, if there's a 12-team playoff. So that's what I'm saying. If he doesn't make the playoff, they're going to be looking around like, why are we playing in the who gives a fuck bowl again? Why are we doing that? Mm. I think fans are going to get upset. So I think he's at I think he's at a, a three is where I'm going to have him. Three or four. Yeah, we'll, we'll put him about there. We'll, we'll, we'll stick All right. All right, so Texas is next. Um, their coach isn't going anywhere. They like yeah. Social. I put that. I put that at about a zero, really. About a zero, and then <laughs> after, there's not a lot of there's not a lot of uh, not a whole lot of uh, controversy this year, is there? Really. And then after that, Texas A&M has the brand new coach from a uh, former Duke coach. He's at a zero. I don't think yeah, Mike Elko. Um. After that, you look at what you got Vanderbilt. Oh, we got to do South Carolina too. Um, we'll do South Carolina next since they're next. They should have been before Tennessee, but um, I think it's a proving year for Shane Beamer. I mean, if he doesn't go to another bowl game, if they don't, if they can't win six games, jackpot. I mean, don't you think it's time to at least start thinking about hey, maybe this guy's a shithead? Yeah, I mean, if, if they don't, if they don't win. I- if they don't win six games, go to a bowl game. Um, I don't know. I don't know if he's. I don't know if he's back for a fifth year or not. Because the thing was, here we go. The final seconds tick off of Carolina Jackpot losing his fucking money. Fuck you, Detroit. Fuck you. Um, or fuck you, San Francisco. I don't know which one I'm telling it to. Like I said, he got a mulligan. He or he would have had a mulligan this coming year with that difficult first year expanded SEC schedule and expanded playing different teams, whatever we want to call it, teams from different but the thing is they shit to bed this past season, so you kind of lost your mulligan. You know, people aren't gonna be happy we're not gonna be happy with okay, we went five and seven this year. Well, we had a bunch of injuries this year. Okay, we went five and seven. Well, we had to play Alabama and Oklahoma this year. Well, you know, the excuses run out. They run out after a while. Yeah, I think everybody's kind of gotten tired of the shtick. They've gotten kind of tired of the, you know, I got to tweet every two seconds on social media. You know, just start winning some ball games. And I, you know, South Carolina's just, they're just known for doing some weird stuff, man. They're doing some weird stuff with coaches and just making some weird hires. So, you know, We'll see, but I, I would think that he's probably uh, he's probably ousted if he doesn't have a winning record. As well, he should. He should. I, I don't think asking him to win six games is is that fucking hard. No, he's got he's got three. He's got some layups. He's got I think Wofford, Akron. He's got the Old Dominion. Those are layups. He's got Vanderbilt. Should be another layup. And then, so all you're asking him to do is to win two SEC games. Now, if you can't do that, you can do it. Charlie says, Shane is recruiting well. I, you know, I think people are tired of hearing about that shit, about recruiting well. 
Win six games, man. You got to win six. Yeah, you yeah. Win six, I mean, you got to coach them up. Got to develop them. Got to get them ready to play SEC ball and, and compete at this level. So, yeah. So uh, I've got him at a five. Yeah, I, I put him. About, I, I put him. I put him about a six. Okay, six for jackpot. I'll go six. I'll match jackpot. Why not? All right, and then after that jackpot, we've got uh, what Vanderbilt. I mean, Clark Lee could probably coach. Oh, we did Missouri. So, yeah, it's just Vanderbilt, and that's it. Vanderbilt's the last one, and I don't think they're getting rid of their coach. Um, I don't think they care about football there, so whatever. They could hire you to coach. They wouldn't know the difference. Well, I, think he's pro- I think Clark Lee's probably about a seven. I mean, he's been there since 2021. Um had had one decent year, but then went he's went two and ten the other two years, an O and eight in the SEC. <clears throat> um yeah, I I don't understand why he was hired in the first place. I thought Derek Mason did a fine job there as head coach. Yeah, I didn't win a lot of the SEC games. You're not gonna win a lot of the SEC games at Vanderbilt. Derek Mason was passionate. He liked his job. He enjoyed being at Vanderbilt, so I think it was just dumb, but yeah, I don't. I mean, I'd put it about a seven. I don't think they're going to keep him around uh, to continue losing games like that and losing, uh, you know, going 0 at 8 in SEC play. So, all right. Well, there you go. Uh, obviously, we want to get your thoughts on the stuff we've talked about. Uh, putting the link over here in the comment section. And we'll welcome uh, Rob has an SEC bias to the show. Welcome to the show, sir. Uh, good evening, gentlemen. How are y'all doing? Hello. I know. I know. Kale's been better. Kale, if it makes you feel any better, uh, I, I lost some money on that that late line touchdown too. So you're not alone. Fucking, mm-hmm. fucking bastards. I mean, I mean, what the fuck, dude? Right? It, it's bullshit. How can you not? You got three minutes. You only need one stop. Like, what the fuck, man? I'm right there with you. Well, I mean, I think they knew that they were done, so they were just going to wet fart it up. Yeah, they were just playing, like, the softest fucking coverage you've ever seen, dude. It looked like Vanderbilt versus Zeb Nolan. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. uh, All right, well, what else you got for the second? Yeah, first off, I want to just go ahead and get this started. I want this to be the new trend. Maybe we can be the fuck Texas show of the SEC. All right. They just, I've been seeing them in the news and everything I see pisses me off, man. That thing they did with the basketball team with the BYU students. Yeah, I, I posted that earlier today yeah. and it's like, um, you know, I don't, I don't understand uh, why people are so upset about that. I'm like, uh, they, they act like it's a racial slur. Yeah, I'm moving. I don't, I don't get and, it. You know, I, I, I want to lead the fucking charge and welcoming them to the SEC with a big old middle finger. All right. Um, isn't it like uh, in the SEC or the Big Twelve, Rob? Isn't it some kind of penalty or something if you do the yeah. ones down? Or they tried to get it as a, a penalty? no. It is. They do yeah. unsportsmanlike conduct. They throw. They would do a fifteen-yard penalty in the. I think. If I'm not mistaken. No, I just throw it up in the middle. Thing. What the. F- it's the yeah, softest thing I've ever seen in my life, dude. It, for a team that it, you know is supposed to be so prideful, supposed to have so much history, for them to yeah, just let I mean, it. I mean, it's like you—you'd expect. I mean, it's not like Kansas doing it, you know. 
Yeah. I mean, that's like the equivalent of Alabama. <laughs> I mean, really. Exactly right. And they, they get pissed. It don't matter. Like, they were getting mad at the damn Mormons, man. It don't matter what school does it. It's the wildest thing to me, dude. Um, so I hope every single school just gives them nothing but that. Well, their, bas- their basketball coach was chastising the UCF basketball players. Yeah, calling it classless. He said, don't you do that. That's dis- dis- disrespectful. But <laughs> just shut up, bro. I don't know shit about fuck. Exactly. I, I, I don't – I don't know. I just could you imagine that happening like at South Carolina if we said, "Oh no, you can't say USC." Talking about Southern Cal, like we got that butt hurt to where we complained to the fucking conference or Clemson doing that with Death Valley and LSU or just some dumb shit. I don't. It's just so backwards to me, man. But uh, well, I don't think they're being welcomed into the conference with open arms anyway. But I mean, who gives a shit? I mean, it's it's if you're that soft that the whole horns down thing really bothers you, then you're just soft anyway. But I agree. Also, I had a a question. I hadn't really heard many people talk about this. Um, with the new, I, I understand they kept some of the rivalries, like you know, every year with the new SEC format. But uh, with some of those trophy games, are they just getting rid of those trophies completely? Like, I, I'm pretty sure we don't play Texas A&M every year anymore, right? Yeah, I think A&M is your permanent rival. I think they stay. Who was it we lost? Was it you I mean, lost? You lost. I know we lost Georgia, uh, Tennessee. Missouri. Did we get Missouri? No, no, Missouri. we played them this year. No, I mean, but do you play them going forward? I don't think it's been decided yet. I, I think this season is like right. a one-off season. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, jackpot's right. I don't know where my brain. Oh, going. so I thought so everybody, long. everybody was going to play everybody at least every two years. Okay. Yeah, you may be right. Yeah. So then that, that's they the probably was but they're going, but Here's the thing, though. They're going to, but they're setting it up because heaven forbid we have to have Texas and Oklahoma play, and we yeah, have to we have, have to have Georgia and fucking Florida. We have to have yeah. Alabama. Yeah, we have to have those. I mean, oh, we have to have those. So yeah. Well, did y'all see? Um, and this is kind of interesting news. Uh, Kansas Jayhawks are—they're setting up a pretty massive renovation to their stadium. It's going to be like a little Williams Bryce Jr. up there, dude. Same format. They're building a, a upper deck just like we did on their like lower bowl. The rendering like looks it legit like South Carolina Jr. as far as Williams Bryce Stadium goes. So I'm proud of them. Kansas is uh. You know, I like the program they got, man. I don't know how y'all think, but Kansas, they, they work hard, man, and every now and then they'll come up and punch somebody in the fucking mouth, and I respect that. Yeah, they got a really, really good coach. I mean. Uh, well, but he's not going to be there long. We, well, well, I didn't think that. I thought that he'd get picked up this year. I figured that he would get hired for that. Um, uh, what, who was it? Uh, Michigan State job or one of those. Um, yeah, well, yeah. you know, and I, I still think uh, Chadwell. I don't think he's going to be at Liberty for much longer. I think someone big is going to swoop in and grab him soon. What do y'all think about that? I think you're, you're. I don't know. We'll see. I, well, who do y'all think the it. next? What do y'all think is going to be the next big job that comes open? Like in all actuality, other than Michigan, of course. Florida. Well, that's not open anymore, either. 
Oh, they, I didn't even see them. Who'd they hire? Oh, they hired yeah. that crybaby who uh, hired, uh, that black guy who's crying, crying when they beat Penn State. Oh, I didn't even see they made their home. Yeah, I think the next big job will be that'll open up will be Florida. He, he so you a, still so do you still consider Florida, Florida like a big job? It's ugly. Uh, I, I say Florida for Coach Harbaugh. Well, I mean, look, we look at it from the way I look at those jobs is that if we can watch a national title in HD at your place, it's probably still a good job. Okay. I'm, I'm just saying that you can watch a Florida national title in HD format. So there's that. Will with a hot take says it may be Ryan Day at Ohio State. Very uh, interesting. Why would that be? Yeah, I don't. I if if anything, I think yeah, there's more of a case for James Franklin than Day. Day's Day's been good, man. He, if not for some BS on New Year's Eve, he'd be a fucking national champion winner. Oh well, look. First of all, I, I got to put this out there. People thinking that Michigan's going to vacate the national title, that's that's going to be silly and epic on so many different levels. Even if they but, do, they won the shit on the field. They dude. still won the fucking thing. Yeah, they won the fucking shit on the field. There's going to be these Ohio State fans like, well, if they didn't cheat, we would have won. Shut up. No one wants to hear that bullshit, especially with some of the stuff we've heard across the thing board. The thing is, they didn't cheat this year. Mm-hmm. They weren't oh, Ohio year. State has, you know, are we going to sit here and say yeah, Ohio well, State's a clean run program? No, no. And everybody, right. and look, I, I don't, I think everybody, if they could figure right. out a way to get signs and, and do it where a way that they think is legal, they would do it. Fuck yeah, they, they would. would. Absolutely do it. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't have to like it, but just the way that it is. So, I, well, listen, if you don't like it, there's other ways to call play. Run a fucking play play sheet, all right? South Carolina did it versus Tennessee. It worked wonders, all right? There's there's ways to do it where you can switch up your signs and it'll be all right. So I, I'm in your camp. I say go for it. I don't think it should be illegal at all. If you're that stupid to run the same signs every year, every game, your shit should be taken. There, you know, there should be some variety, and it, that makes it too easy on the coaches. You know what I mean? That's just All my right, opinion. That's some but good stuff. Yeah. Wait, what'd you say? I was gonna say we had smoking ball waiting, but he left, uh, so Ray's waiting as well. But anyway, what you got? All right, I'll leave y'all with this. We beat Missouri. I'll tell you, I'm getting uh, two wins against Missouri. Three, if you count the women's basketball. It's time we start beating those bastards in football. Oh yeah, I think we'll get them this year. Um, I I think I I think we'll get to I'll get we'll we'll get at least six wins. We got five wins guaranteed. I think the six win will just become between Kentucky or Missouri. And I think I'll I'll go even further. I think we knock off one of the big boys, maybe Alabama at home. I think we're liable to win at Alabama. I think we are liable to knock off one of the big boys, Rob. I'm no you're bullshit. Not, you're, not beating, you're not beating Alabama on the road. You don't think? No. I thought I was gonna say Oklahoma that, would be more uh, realistic. You have a couple, have a well, couple things. The problem with Oklahoma is good. that's the second uh, – that's like a tough away stretch. That's that last game after Alabama. So, oh, at yeah. least, you know, that game at Alabama, I think you um, – who was it we played before? You got Ole Miss, so that's still going to be tough. Yeah, but, uh, Fuck out that, that, that's the one they should be gunning for there. I, I could take losing those other two. 
If we beat his ass. Ole Miss, Lane Kiffin? Yeah, fuck that guy, dude. I fucking hate him, too. He's just a I, – I, I started off liking him, dude. He's an amoral prick. Uh, exactly. He's an absolute fucking charlatan, snake oil salesman. The dude has no loyalty even to his own fucking school. You can catch him He's halfway through the year I, shopping I his services like him. a fucking hooker on two knots, dude. This guy is the most prick worthy. I, I, I hate him. I hate him. I hope he never takes a big job again. All right. Although he probably will. But I'll leave y'all with this. Go Cox. All right. Go Fuck Texas. South Carolina owns Texas. We've never lost to Texas undefeated against you this fucks. This is true. This is true. We own you. Never lost Horn. to Ohio State either. Horns down, motherfucker. You know what? You know what? You won't lose to Texas next year in football either. Hell no, we won't. But I'll be over here calling in, talking about every fucking loss that they pick up <laughs> and rubbing it in their face. I hope we get a bunch of Texas fans in here with the new merger. Because I fucking hate those little they're, cotton. They're not going to come into this show. The Tennessee fans will kill them. They're not coming into this show. Are you out of yeah, here? I will say Tennessee fans, I, I used to give you all the mantra of the softest fan base in the SEC. But with the new merger and all the stuff surrounding Texas, I think it's – well, to be fair, I never heard Texas say, you put sand on the field to slow our wide receivers down. No, but so. you haven't. We haven't beat them yet like that either. So you can. Say. But the horns down thing, all year long. Fuck you, South Carolina. I'm feeling good about us. Catch us in March, man. Quarter, sit, baby. Let's go. Quarter. Well, it's hard to take Texas serious when they run out of a uterus at their uh, stadium, and that's the truth. Google their stadium. Exactly. It looks like it looks like it. It looks like the drawing that they have for a uterus hard to take them seriously it really is all right uh ray uh thanks for joining the show before that though big barney ross with the super chat thank you he says will devore develop a southern accent like brian kelly did uh yeah who knows good point though sir what do you got ray hey man uh, i had the comment i was making about was the the basketball coach at south carolina he's a hot commodity and depends on what big job come up. Now, South Carolina was smart. They locked this, this guy up long-term, you know, for a lot of money. Now, is that – you think that's the game plan, Jackpot? Well, I mean, you'd hope so, but they've made some silly decisions. South Carolina's thrown some money around the past, uh, I don't know, what, five, six years, especially with some football coaches – um, throwing around a lot of money that some guys didn't deserve, uh, namely Will Muschamp and Shane Beamer. You know, Shane Beamer well, got what, what? Rob, what did he get? Like a two hundred percent raise after something like that. Well, but in 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 fairness, though, he was making Don Staley was making like four million, and he was making like two point four something. I mean, I don't care. It's not a dick measuring contest with Don Staley. I mean, you got to you got to produce results. And he, yes, right. he beat he beat a couple of good teams, but he also lost to some shitburgers. And this year he lost to a bunch of shitburgers. And I wish just somebody was probably thinking, whoa, we probably uh, should have reeled that in a little bit before we went out there, but we've already done it. And then, you know, the same thing they did with Will Muschamp. They wanted to get rid of him after 2019, but they couldn't because the buyout was so high. 
Well, so, look, but I, 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 they have made mistakes there, but I think that if they're taking basketball seriously, uh, if this guy makes the tournament in his second year, he deserves a raise. And I, I agree. There's something. There's a. There's something about him that's different. He's different than. He's different than a Will Muschamp. He's different than Shane. B. He's different. I mean, he's just. He's a calming presence. He, you know. He doesn't speak a lot of bullshit. He doesn't do a lot of cliche. Um, he's just like really down to earth and likable and uh, seems to really connect with the players. I mean, I've never like looked at the wife. She doesn't watch basketball. She barely watches sports at all. And when we went to that game the other night. She's like, wow. She's like, they, these guys really play well together. They're just like, they complement each other so well. And then yesterday, listening to that game yesterday, the, the Gamecock announcers were talking about how this is this team plays more better complimentary basketball than any team they'd ever seen. And I'm like, wow, like it's, even the people that don't even know basketball know, you know what you know what good looks like. So, yeah. Well, it, it's going to boil down to how serious they take men's basketball. Um, well, they're, they're going to pay him. Let, let's not let's not get stupid here. South Carolina has the money to pay him, and the, if if they if he does well in his in, you know into his second season, they go to the tournament. Uh, he'll get a raise, and you know, and, and I think that especially with them winning games like they did the other day, winning against Kentucky as well, he's going to start making that concert hall they play in a tough place to play because. If you get just the lower bowl, it sounds hollow. But if you get 15,000, 16,000 people in there, it's going to be uh, better. What's what, Jackpot? What are you saying? Are you jealous because our arena is bigger than yours? Well, I mean, you play a concert hall. They, well, I mean, you sound basketball. jealous about it. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm not jealous of your arena. I'm sorry I'm, it's bigger I'm than sorry. yours. Look, you, you had a better arena. Carolina Coliseum's a better arena than all of it. And you guys chose to have a fucking concert hall. I mean, they wanted to get diverse with it. How is getting out of how is getting out of the Carolina Coliseum making you more diverse? Don Staley team wouldn't have been able to fit in a, a twelve thousand seat, four hundred and one seat arena, which is what Carolina Coliseum held twelve four oh one. I still remember the capacity. I mean, there's a level of stupidity here that I'm just not going to. Ray knows. Ray knows. We play at Carolina Coliseum. They used to play in the the Tallahassee Leon County Civic Center. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Is that thing still there or is it long gone? It's the TLCC. Yeah, it's the same one. We've done some renovations on it. But yeah, that's where where we play. Uh, We play at Carolina. It's the same place. Yeah, it's the same place. It's just a renovation. basketball we don't take as serious as football i mean we kind of want to win but we don't take it near as serious as football but is we leonard hamilton still the coach there uh yeah. leonard hamilton he's he's probably close to the end after this year maybe one more he's gonna hang it up he's he's in his 70s i remember when i first started going to south carolina games i remember joe williams who used to be the coach at Furman um, was the coach at Florida State back then. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that was back in the eighties. Um, but I think uh, he Hugh died. Durham used to be the coach there at one time. Yeah. Yeah. We've got some history, and uh, Hamilton has done well. 
at the program. He's had a couple of down years. The COVID year when they didn't have uh, didn't have the tournament was our best chance to really win it all. Um, we had a really good that year. Y'all were really yes, good. We had a really good team that year. But I mean that the program. Well, yeah, when was Bob? When was Bob Sura at Florida State? Oh, that was in the early '90s, early to mid '90s. That's Charlie Ward. Had that John Cena uh, look before we knew who John Cena was. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Charlie Ward played on that team as well. Bob Sura, uh, several Rodney Dobards. I mean, wasn't Sam Cassell on that team? Absolutely, Sam Cassell was on that team. Yeah, uh, we, see, we joined we joined uh, in 1992 um, when we joined the ACC. Our first conference game was against Carolina in Carolina, and we beat them. And Sam Cassell called the Carolina fans a wine and cheese crowd. So <laughs> that was back in the day. You that, know. That's rich. I mean, Sam Cassell looks like E.T., so he absolutely he's, he kind of cleared that though because that's what they he are. looks like he looks like et and he's out there running his mouth to the north carolina fans i respect that oh uh, yeah hey he's actually uh, an assistant coach for the boston celtics now oh good for him yeah but like i said <laughs> uh i had watched early and i just started following him on uh, a guy on uh youtube sports talk jay he's a tennessee guy tennessee oh uh, yeah player. i know who he is I, I mean, he I've, had, I've like, had my battles with him. I like Sports Talk Jay, but I don't think he's a bad guy. I think, as far as the no. fan, he's not. He's not overly obnoxious, um, no. but he is absolutely foaming at the mouth and creaming his jeans over Nico. Uh, and I guess that would be the entire Tennessee fan base. The guys played one game. And they're already anointing him probably the best to ever play there. And and they're already talking about there's that really no way they're going to miss the college football playoff. But I'm just uh, shaking my head going, is there something I'm missing here? They're dumb. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was just curious. I'm not really a follower of the balls. Uh, but, but, it's, it, but the fan base we have to deal with down here is similar to Tennessee. Is is University of Miami? They are the king of the off-season championship. They're always the U is back. The U is back. The U is back. They're they're not only going to win the ACC, make the twelve-team playoff. They're going to win it all. And and I just shake my head. It's an every year thing with us down here. So so I, I they're consistently is, back. Is, but I mean, the, the, they're always back. But the best they have, they win like five, six, seven games a year. It's like, I mean, same old thing. Oh, I agree. So, uh, we have to me, put up with that all the time down here. Tennessee fans have gone crazy with buying this this Nico uh, Lay that you can buy from the Volunteer Club, which is their NIL collective. It's 100% polyester for $18. Ooh. $18. That's what uh, <laughs> they're selling. Oh, polyester. The price of polyester must have skyrocketed. It's $8, $18, and it's from, you know. <laughs> and and it's probably made at a sweatshop somewhere over there in uh, in uh, Bangladesh or something. They probably got That looks like something you put in a damn crane machine. and <laughs> What? Like, it's yeah. like something you put a dollar in a crane machine and move the little thing around to pick it. Right. It's trash. <laughs> yeah. 
Doesn't even look good. Uh, that's awful. It's got, it's got his name on it. It's got look. It's it's his NIA eight apparel lay. Like yeah. like I can understand. Hey, we're gonna we're gonna let let's go and uh, we'll buy us a a uh, a, a Nico T shirt or whatever. But now let's right. get one of these lays. Well, I tell you, uh, you guys were some of your guys in the chat were talking about Lane Kiffin. Everybody down here firmly believes he's the next coach at the University of Florida after they hire uh, fire Billy Napier. Well, that was one of the things old Sports Talk Jay he think he he says he's going to leave you as soon as they fire uh, Billy Napier. He's going. Well, here's my thing. I mean, why would you? I mean, you're going from a frying pan into a fryer. I mean, he he it's a lower pressure situation at Ole Miss. I mean, if he wins 10, 11 games, they go to the 12-team college football playoff and, God forbid, win a game in it. I mean, they're going to build a statue of the guy. Why would he need to – I wouldn't. Why would you want to well, leave that, and go – Well, that's just Lane Kiffin's M.O., and let's just face the facts. I thoroughly hate them. They're our rivals, but it's a better job. I mean, I, I hate to tell you guys that. It's the Florida's a better job. And they have absolutely more ability to get better players and better facilities, better everything. And and I really don't want him to come because he could probably be a problem if he comes to Florida. Just being honest with you, he could be a problem. Because Billy Napier doesn't scare me in the least. I hope that damn fucker stays there for 50 years. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm so damn mad we lost to him last year. That was fucking – that was – Right. How you? I right. mean, how you beat? How do you beating somebody by eleven points with a minute left to go, or whatever the hell it was, and still and fucking lose? It was. I think it was ten or eleven. I'm not sure. Jackpot. Was it? It was live. Did you live stream that game? Is it? Yeah. Is it Napier? Is it Napier? Uh, he's he's been there two years, and he's at uh, Dorkowitz level. He's never lost to South Carolina. We lost 41-39. We was up on 37-28. I think uh, it was. So that was yeah, nine so points. Nine points. Or what? No, or 38-20. Well, fuck it, I don't know, man. I, and we were up on Well, that, let's no. just tell you, Jackpot, I was as pissed off as you was because I was sure wanting you guys to beat them. And it just. I was as well. Something when we were up by ten or whatever it was, and we went, we went, and we went forward on fourth down, and they stopped us or whatever it was that hell that happened, or they converted a fourth down, and I said, "We're gonna fucking lose this damn game." Watch them now scoring, and damn, they didn't do it. I was right. so fucking mad. That was awful. But don't you still have the same defensive coordinator as last year? They do, but hey, man, hey, man, look, um, he he did really well against uh, Vanderbilt, who can't move the ball, <laughs> Kentucky, who can't move the ball, and Clemson, who can't move the ball. So you know, all, all everything's off the table. He did a great job. Well, I kind of agree with you there, but you know, but let's just one thing you can say about it, the defense is probably going to be much better since they got Gilbert Edmonds back. You have a great day, guys. That's right. Uh, Gilbert Edmonds there is going to torture some quarterbacks. Yes, Kennehoor. Exactly. Your defense is going to get fucked by everybody. <laughs> Brock with a comment. You just don't get it, Ray. Nico isn't human. He has the speed of a cheetah, the eyes of an eagle. And you part of the old vignettes back in the day. We didn't even talk about uh, WWE or not. Back in the day when uh, they did the Mr. Perfect vignettes where he, uh, like he threw a touchdown pass. 
um, to, himself. to himself and he you know he uh he said whatever he he hit he hit a home run and then but but he wasn't a home run you know why because he he ran all the way to the outfield fence and he he robbed himself of so i i posted something uh yesterday on i think it was today on your timeline where dusty Rhodes slapped baby doll around like right in the middle of the ring and like I w- it wasn't a working slap he slapped the shit out of her. yeah i saw that but i was gonna comment yes, on you know it. you know dusty Rhodes was a little bit of a hypocrite there because you know he slapped her but then, what was it? Six, eight months later, when Tully Blanchard slapped her, he comes out there to her defense, like he's the knight in shining armor. Yeah, Man. yeah, I mean, and then Mag- I think Magdalene T.A. slapped her too. That woman who got to uh, Jim Cornette hit her in the damn gut with a tennis racket. I was there for that one. She supposedly couldn't have children after that. Damn, mm-hmm. she did, and then she ended up being a wrestler. So I. I, I don't know. That's crazy. But um, that Vince McMahon stuff is just that. Did you listen to that? Wow. I, I did. We'll talk about that in a second. Let's get Chris's calling before we comment on that. Chris, what you got? All right. What's up? I, I, tu- I tuned in the show a little bit late. And as soon as I come in, y'all just mad about Nico. Just mad nobody's about his height. Nobody's mad about uh, I wasn't. He's making fun of his way. I wasn't. I was, I was making fun. Of, I was making fun of the fact that uh, they're selling glaze with his name on it. I I'm think that's funny. I, I mean, he's Polynesian. I think. What's wrong with that? I mean, hell, the kid was known for wearing them at his seven-on-seven and football games and stuff. Cool. I, I most I don't think most Tennessee fans can spell Polynesian. <laughs> Maybe not. I mean, nobody had a problem when Alabama was leaning into it with Tua, and hell, you got people on the message boards asking if Tua can read the hold playbook because it's in English. On. Hold on, I got I got after Alabama too when they were doing the same stupid shit. So I'm an equal. I mean, UCF did it. Oregon did it. I mean, how many? The Polynesians didn't even figure out what Oregon was until Mariota was there. And now did, they put um, Polynesians patterns in their uniform. Yeah, Clemson should have sold a DJ Uyunglele. Yeah. yeah, we should have sold some Uyunglele's. <laughs> Y'all don't believe in NIL. Y'all, he, I don't think he was allowed to while he was there. That's All his true. money had to go through the church. Well, that just shows how fucking stupid you are because that's not the way that it was. He had endorsements with Bojangles and several others. But keep Dr. talking. Pepper. Dr. Pepper, too. He was with them, too. Oh, yeah, Dr. Pepper. Man, every kid they sign, I, they're just notorious for signing busts. They got, oh, what's his name? Is one of their spokesmen, uh, Brian Bosworth. He was the biggest NFL bust ever. As soon as they so started testing so Jalen Hurts has signed with them and did, did ads for them, and he played in the Super Bowl last year. But yeah, he sucks. Sure, whatever. Hell, the Eagles are already ready to cut him. You think the Eagles are going to cut Jalen Hurts? The okay. Eagles fans are ready to. Well, that's fine. Maybe they can send Nico there, and then they can have Nico Lays that are in the in the in the Tennessee. I like in the Eagles color. Maybe they can go with that. Y'all gonna? What are y'all gonna sell for Cage? You're gonna sell some like. Texas gunslinger stuff, or I threw so many picks this year that I broke a record, or what? He didn't. Well, I mean, he hasn't broken any records, but um, I don't know. He's gonna sell some zero bars for zero touchdowns against the Gamecocks. Oh my! Some zero bars. There you go. <laughs> that works. <laughs> yeah. Nah, I'll let you get on about Vince McMahon. He's a big old piece of shit. Uh, hopefully. Uh, <laughs> 
hopefully uh, <clears throat> uh, Stephanie and uh, Triple H get that company going right. It's been a shit show for about the last decade. I mean. All right. Well, hey, appreciate you calling, man. Have a good night. You too. All right. So we've got to talk about Vince McMahon before we get out of here. So uh, the, the, the I mean, <laughs> so I was I listened to that little YouTube clip of the um the Jim Cornette drive-through show and uh, right. where they were reading the Wall Street Journal, the right. Wall Street Journal was reporting all this stuff and. So he hired a girl that lived in his apartment building. Yeah, apparently like a sex slave. Right, and I there's so many things that come from that, but I, maybe I have a different opinion of that. First of all, if she was made to do things against her will, then that's that is not cool, and that shouldn't happen. Period. Um. She signed an NIL agreement, or not an NIL agreement, <laughs> an NDA agreement uh, for $3 million, got a million dollars, and then came out of it. <clears throat> so some of the stuff that's in this, uh, I read the majority of it, Jackpot, um, where he had sex toys that he were named after his wrestlers at WWE. <laughs> Yeah, that that's what they were they were uh, laughing about on the Cornette show. The the I'm gonna give her the old Hulk Hogan here. Give her Jesus. the Mantar. <laughs> give her the Mantar. What an ass! Is, they have <clears> one with a, that slick on the top and greasy. They called the Honky Tonk Man. Yeah, Honky Tonk Man is ribbed for her pleasure. <laughs> and that, that the part that got me was the was the um, where she said he had defecated on her head. During a threesome, yeah, I, I read okay. that, and it's okay. like, okay, uh, how, how, what the, what in the blue, like, I mean, wow, I, do we really want to go into that jackpot? I mean, what in the hell is going on here, where you get shit on your head? Yeah, Cornette commented on it. He's like, he's like, so somebody went over here. He said, so he went over here and took a big dump on her head while she's blowing tits McGee over here in the corner. I mean, I, I I don't want anything bad to happen to anyone, but she, it's like I I wonder how much of it she. I, I wonder how much of what she yeah, said is true and what, how much is not. Not that I'm defending Vince McMahon because Vince McMahon has has been proven over time that he is kind of a shitbird. Um, yeah, more ways than one. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, a good shit, pal. <laughs> I, I don't I don't know where to go with all that, but I mean they the the crazy thing is is that they um, the thing with he promised like like. Like they were promising Brock Lesnar, Brock Lesnar could hit this woman or whatever. It's like, I mean, you're, um, you're Brock yeah. Lesnar and you're a world champion athlete, and you're like, hey, I get to have, I get to go after a woman that is Vince McMahon's sex slave. That's what I want. Isn't he? Is he married oh, still? Is he married to Sable? Married still? To, he's what? married to Sable. Yeah. Wow. I mean, it's like, what? What the hell happened? I don't know. <clears throat> Jerry says he treated the Ugandan giant horribly. Yeah, uh, I mean. There's a lot with all of that, but it's like, man, I watched uh, I watched the Royal Rumble press conference last night, and they asked Triple H about it, and he's like, 
you know, we're doing all that we can to make sure things like that don't happen again. So, but I wonder, I wonder if Vince McMahon is going to be like, um, now he's, he, he can't, he used kind of a hostile takeover to get back in. Now the way the laws were rewritten, he can't get, he can't do that again. So with that, now he's out, he's made his money. He's got more money than he knows what to do with. And now his reputation's already been put down the shitter. So now he may sit here and be like, I'm not paying these whores nothing. That's that's the mentality mm-hmm. that he'll have. And he'll get Jerry McDivitt to go to court and try to bring these women Well, I out. thought that guy retired. Oh, he's still Vince's attorney. He'll get Well, some. they said something about, you know, that, that you know, we, we I don't know, in, the, in that article it said there was a, a comment made where she, you know, they said we need to do such and such this to keep this lady quiet. And she said, and that man had said something about, it's going to be hard for her to talk with a cock down her throat. <laughs> cock in the throat, pal. I wonder what Linda has to say about all this. Oh, Linda hasn't been with him since 95. You know that. As well as I do, I, I just think that um, I think now, like WWE's gotten so corporate now, and I mean, it's like it's at the the point where they they were glad this happened so that they can get him out of the damn boardroom now. Because now, well, Nature Boy said Vince made the chicks in Lesnar pit. Yes, from what I understand. Yeah, apparently that they happened. said it's something about that. Well, they named it as a former UFC competitor and i was like ronda rousey because i you know i that's who i immediately thought of when they were talking about wwe and former year and i forgot all about him um yeah, i mean he's well this yeah and uh, it was either ronda rousey or him and I'm, so yeah with it if it was ronda that would have been an even weirder turn here an even weirder turn i uh i don't know where they go from i mean look they're supposedly in this war with the AEW mm-hmm. folks, but I, I watch some of the AEW stuff and it's like, I don't know, man. It's, I just, it doesn't grab me like the WWE stuff does, but the what's that? It doesn't grab me and like hold my attention like the WWE stuff does. The AEW? The AEW? Yeah. Yeah. No, no. I, I, so I'll watch, like, I, I plan on watching Stings. Like, I, I watched that. And when I've watched the old, uh, the TNA, when I just watched that back in the day. Yeah, they, they kind of reminded me of of one another. It's like they they had the high flying style with a lot of colors and everything going on. It's like they're both trying to replicate the WCW of the ninety seven ninety eight time yeah. frame. And I can do that. Just didn't work. I I think that um, but I mean they're supposed to be in a battle with them, and it's like yeah, that's not really there. I'm gonna. Are you gonna watch Sting's last match? Um, yeah, I'll watch it. I don't, I don't know. Like, well, would you would you buy it for nine ninety nine on whatever the hell it is? Is that how much it is? It's just ten dollars. Let, let me look and see. Hold on. Uh, what's it called? Sting. I, 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 I thought it was one of those. I no more than that. Yeah, stings. I'm trying to figure out how much it costs. I think I thought it was one of those nine ninety nine pay per views, but last match. Say, oh, here you go. If they're charging like seventy dollars, uh, well, they have it. Let's see here. Well, let's see here. Uh, that's from November. No, I'm not paying seventy dollars to watch that. Are you crazy? 
Why some of them are asking me that? No. Uh, let's see here. It'll be on. Wait a minute. Let's let's see if we can. We'll just go to the AEW site. It's AEW. It's is called a, Revolutions. It's, the Dynamo, or... it's called Revolutions. The paper name of the pay per view, right? Let's see your event. Yeah. Uh, okay, so that's Collision. January thirty first. That's Dynamite. Uh, well, this is where you can buy tickets. When is this event? Collision. It's still like the first of March. Oh, okay. March third. Revolution. Details. All right. Let's see. A Revolution twenty twenty four. Sting's last match. You can still buy tickets. It's in Greensboro. Yeah. They don't tell you how much it costs for the. Uh, you can still buy tickets, but you can't. I don't know how much that shit's gonna cost. Who knows at this juncture? Like, I, I would, I, since it's his final match. You know, maybe you could, uh, you could argue. Um, let's see here. You could argue, hey, maybe, maybe watch it for ten bucks or whatever. But I don't know if I would pay any more than that, though. Jesus. Well, you know, Sting's first match on TBS, I was able to watch it for free. Because it was on the Clash of the Champions. Yeah. He wrestled oh. Ric Flair. Yeah, so there's that. Well, I don't know. I'm in the camp of... Um, I would watch that, but I'm not paying more than... than uh, I mean, I'd probably pay 10 bucks for it. I, you know, I, honestly, I, w- I haven't been to a wrestling event in a long, long time. You know, I, I might... I don't know. If I could get a couple of tickets for it at a decent price, I might actually would like to try to go to that. That I mean that. Hold on, let me tell you. Let's see how much the tickets are. Hold on, let's see here. Join the queue. About thirty dollars uh, the other day, but I, I ain't. Oh, okay. Paying no. I'm just gonna see how much the damn ticket cost. Are man, what the hell? Um, it doesn't tell you how much they are. Anyway. Well, there was a – should be able to go to StubHub or Netflix or one of them to – Yeah, so StubHub and then – but I'm talking about just from, from the AEW site. Oh, like I don't know. They're it's probably going to overprice it. Yeah. It was StubHub and Netflix. It was like $30 or so. I don't know. AEW Revolution. All right, here you go. AEW Revolution. Yeah, here here are the tickets. Let's see here, in Greensboro on March third. If 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 Jackpot and I wanted to go on a double date, thirty four dollars a ticket for se- yeah for two uh, for section two sixteen, which would be like actually really good. I mean, let's see here. If you wanted to if you want to sit down near the ring, take a guess on how much those cost, Jackpot. Take a guess. Four fifty. Seventeen ninety for, for that. Uh, that's what I'm looking at. Uh, they they also have some ringside seats for six seventy and four forty four. But like the D seats, which are in the camera line, like right behind. Like if you're the camera's facing the ring, you'll be like right there in front of it. Seventeen. And it would mean a lot more. Like uh, yeah, I mean I, I know he had a long career, but here 
Uh, Todd Gwynn says that over in the comment section, staying still around, question mark, LOL. I mean, that's just the thing. I mean, what, I mean, he's largely been really inactive since what, the early 2000s. I mean, he's made some appearances here and there, but it's not like, dude, hold on, like, like two weeks ago, motherfucker took a bump through a table and he's yeah, 60. Yeah, but I mean, you say he ain't, he ain't wrestling, bro. I mean, wrestling them 300 yeah. not a week schedule like he used to, you know. That's true. I mean, he. Right, I mean, enough. that's you know. So yeah, I mean, yeah. It, it, his last match. If you want to put it in in context, if he if it was like a real last match, if he like working a real schedule, would have probably been fifteen years ago. But yeah. that's just me. Well, that's true. But it's still, anyway. it's still cool. Um, whatever happened? Has Ricky the Dragon Steamboat ever wrestled a last match? Um, I don't know. I think he still wrestles, to be honest with you. I would um, argue, I, I, I don't know about being as over with the fans, probably not as over with the fans, but I would argue to say he was a better worker than Sting. Well, I mean, everybody was, but he's, you know, I mean, he was, I don't know. Let's see here. His official Twitter account, let's see what it comes up with that. Uh, well, he hasn't posted there since 2016, so apparently that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Ricky the well, Dragon says, Steamboat, or Steamboat? yeah, it says the Ricky the Dragon Steamboat has not posted since 2016. So I don't know. We'll yeah, see. Ricky Steamboat was a good. He was a very good worker. That that match against Randy Savage, the WrestleMania three, that was probably the best wrestling match I ever saw in my life. I mean, yeah. like, I didn't, I, I never saw it until, like, sometime later when I saw it on videotape or whatever, but that was awesome. Steamboat is 70 now, Todd. I just looked that up. So, yeah, there's that, too. I don't think that, um, like, uh, a lot of the wrestlers that we grew up with are all, you know, moving on now. Yeah, a lot of them are dead, too. Well, yeah, way, way to bring the show down, Jack. Well, I mean, I just thought I'd throw that out there. I mean, it, you know. Well, I was I was thinking about it the other day. Like, uh, actually, remember remember the uh, the Saturday night's main event where they had, like, the Halloween special where they were bobbing for apples and everything? I said so you remember up, that. Yeah, so, like, in that special, they had Roddy Roddy Piper, dead. Iron Sheik, dead. Bobby the Brain Heenan, Dead. Yes, dead. Uh, yeah. Andre the Giant, dead. Macho Man Randy Savage, dead. It's like the only one that's left was the guy taking the most steroids, and that's Hulk Hogan. Well, it's weird, you know. You you would think like Kurt Henning, you know, dead. like I mean, he was in such good shape, and, and and Rick Rude. I mean, those guys passed away really early. I mean, they've been yeah. dead for like twenty five years. Yeah, Mr. Outlaw says you can't forget Hacksaw Jim Duggan, who lives in Elgin, sir. He lives Hacksaw. in South Carolina. I knew I saw a YouTube video where he was showing his cabin off. He lives so it's in Elgin. Elgin, South Carolina. It's like a rock's throw from my house. Seriously, he lives in Elgin. Elgin's I'm gonna not come. I'm gonna come not not to the well, kind of to the lower part of the state. Maybe Thursday, if not Thursday, the next week on uh a day off. I'm going to do a Rockabelly 864 video. I'm going to try to really amp up this Rockabelly channel in the next year. I'm there, there are going to be no more fast food food reviews on that Rockabelly channel. 
I'm going to do only mom and pop establishments where I go in and actually eat a meal there, film it, and do a rating on the place. And there's a place I've, I've seen it and I've known about it for a while, but I've never been able to get to it. Although I should have been able to got to it when I was working for Roses down in the lower part of the state and in that Florence area over there uh, in Scranton, South Carolina. There's a place called Schoolhouse Barbecue. And, and the, this restaurant is literally in an old schoolhouse. I don't know if anybody's heard of this or seen it, but it's, it's a thing, Schoolhouse Barbecue. Uh, and I'm going to do a Rockabella 864 video from Scranton, South Carolina, the rock, the Schoolhouse Barbecue. It's like three hours from here. So I'm kind of nuts for doing that, that I want to drive that far to eat some barbecue. But uh, yeah. Put, well, sir, if they're a mom and pop place, you better make sure they're open that day. Because a lot they of these are, they're only they're only out. open Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Oh, okay. Um, so, um, I, um, I, you know, uh, Gamecock Chuck says he's ate there. He's ate at Schoolhouse Barbecue. Of course, he has. Well, that, that sounds interesting. You should do, uh, what is it? Uh, God. The next time you come down for a basketball game, you got to go to Palmetto Pig. That's a locally owned place. It's right there by the stadium. Yeah, and uh, you know, one can forget the uh, the Sheely's Barbecue in uh, Batesburg, Louisville is an excellent place too. Yeah, yeah, that's a good place. I don't know if you've ever been Farm there. Farm Boys in Chapin, because that's like right off the Chapin exit on your way down from up there. You can try Where's that. Where's that? Farm Boys in Chapin. Well, I'm gonna tell you what. Uh, I try to avoid that Chapin exit right now because they've got that thing down screwed six ways from Christmas where they're widening the interstate down through there. I mean, it's like right. this road goes this way and it, it, none of it makes any sense. So, yeah, that could be good. You could do that and uh, have the, uh, have the, uh, have the, the, the Jack, the jackpot series on barbecue that could work. Um, Brockley says, Don't eat at Maurice's barbecue cafe. The last time I ate from Maurice's place, I, I got sick. Oh, so yeah, I hadn't been there in a long time. Yeah, all right. Well, we'll be back at it on Wednesday. Gamecocks play what Tuesday or Wednesday? Play Tuesday against Tennessee in uh Thompson mm -hmm. Bowling Arena. Well, we'll see how that works out for them. Clemson, they're ranked right number five right now, so that's going to be tough. Like, yeah, I mean, it's not – but, you know, nobody – like with uh, with Kentucky, I mean, Kentucky was ranked high. I mean, you had a – it's on the road, so, you know, maybe that's a little bit harder. But I, I don't – I think um, with Paris and the way that he's got those guys going, um, I mean, you should – not thinking, hey, maybe they can go in there and win, but I don't think they're going to go in there and embarrass themselves. You wouldn't believe this, but I remember in, I think it was 1988, I remember South Carolina going on the road to Tennessee, and this is before we were in the SEC, um, whenever an out-of-conference opponent, and South Carolina beat them in the Thompson Bowling Arena, and probably it was either like the second or third game it ever played there when it was a brand-new arena, George Felton took that group of uh, of young men, the Gamecock Basketball Five, up to uh, Thompson Bowling and won there in overtime. Um, and then he drank a beer afterwards, from what I understand. So, so 
Clemson welcomes in Louisville on Tuesday. Clemson will hammer Louisville because they are absolutely god awful. Louisville's the shits, but hey, uh, they uh, they 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 kind of made it competitive against uh, UNC, didn't they? Mm, I don't know. I have to look. Uh, I think uh, it's at home. I think Clemson beats the shit out of them. Big D's and Heming Hemingway, South Carolina's not that far from Florence either. I don't think. So Clemson plays Louisville at home, then Virginia at home, and then they go to North Carolina and Syracuse. Before you know you're not winning at North Carolina. Y'all don't you don't win there. I mean, well, we won beat, once there in my fucking. You won season. one time. My fucking entire life, we won one time there. We're not winning there. You won there one time, and everybody's fucking entire life. Y'all only won there one time. We're a shithole. Yeah, oh, I mean, it's, I mean, it's just one of those things, you know. Um, Virginia football didn't beat Clemson at all for like thirty years. Yeah, oh, it's just and then, then they couldn't lose. All right, so I expect Clemson to win. South Carolina will lose, but we'll see. We'll be all back to well, talking about said he's going to be at the Tennessee Gamecock Club. You know, I would go. I would love. I would love, 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 love to go to that game. If it was on a damn Saturday, or if it was, you know, at some time, if I was off the next day or whatever, I mean, it'd be great, but just don't work out that way sometimes. Yeah, well, maybe we'll set it up one day where you can you can do that. That'd be kind of cool. All right, well, we've had a great show, and uh, thank you guys for tuning in, and we shall see you later on. Thanks, gang. All right.